I'm Christian Abbott. I'm Nathan Lavender. I'm Sean Abbott. And this is the Red Mist Podcast. Welcome to the Red Mist Podcast, Season 2, Episode 27. The 1982 Ferrari 126 C2 of Gilles Villeneuve. Nate, thought, right. I was gonna, I, Nate, I Nate thought I was going to do the Rusty Wallace Kodiak Pontiac. 1989 championship winning car. That's Kodiak Pontiac. That's what you thought. Outside of the sponsor, I think, which was Kodiak Chew, I like. But other than that, no. So it didn't meet the snuff test. Get it? Snuff test. Snuff. Snuff. Like yeah, tobacco snuff. snuff. Anyways. Yeah. All right. On tonight's episode, we will cover NASCAR and the return to Atlanta. Nate, was, why, why do they call that the reconfigured Atlanta? It's been reconfigured like five times. I know. I just, well, it's... I think the Atlanta before this one was pretty nice. Okay, so the, and it had close the, finishes the all the time. Second iteration, not the third. Right, I think so. Okay, yeah. All right. Also, we will talk about Formula One, the Grand Prix of Britain. Did you watch it on Sky? Anyone? Anyone? Uh, I did. You did. So you got tortured. I did. I watched I did. it on uh, F1 TV. Didn't get so. It didn't get tortured, but. It was, you know, like, yeah, that was nice. There were two British guys on the podium, but anyways. But the Max train continues. We'll cover... <laughs> Good one. We'll cover Weck at Monza, the six hours. And finally, we'll talk about IMSA at Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, otherwise known as Sport, over the weekend. And uh, we'll look ahead to uh, the Red Mist outing to... Stafford Motor Speedway Thursday night in the SRX series opener, along with some interesting F1 news and IndyCar news, as well as look ahead to Cartmania NHKA this weekend. Nate, let's start with NASCAR. Um, it was a rain-shortened event, but I mean, it, there was no choice. <laughs> it was like supposedly it was arc-like <laughs> downpours. Uh, yeah, or as they say, biblical. Um, well, I did, certainly for Hendrick, right? Yes. I mean, <laughs> I did find it funny that um, William Byron won, but like in stage one, William Byron like was, you know, cause of a yellow flag. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's just, are we? This is what NASCAR is. I mean, you yep. you think you're on strategy, but you're really right or not, right? Well, and, and I mean. They all did Justin Haley finish second at Chicago. That's correct. And they all knew so, they all knew the rain was coming. So they did. I mean, yeah. the racing did it, it, um, up the ante, right? Yes. It, it got pretty intense. 100% and, and I'll tell you who was getting really good was uh, Martin Truex Jr. Yep. He would make. He was the first one to really check out the high high line, like right next to the wall, kind of right. like the Homestead Miami <clears throat> yep. line, where you rim around the outside. I saw Reddick up and, there a couple times. 
he was making it work too. But I don't think as consistent and often yeah. as as Truex because he really like there was one restart where he passed like six cars. Yeah, and he just made all sorts of moves. And um, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's great racing, but it's like it is a hybrid mm-hmm. to like Daytona and Talladega racing. Yep. And it's pretty darn close to that. Right. Um, I was really thinking Brad Kozlowski was going to win this race. No biased opinion or anything, yeah. but um, he was he was up there. He he he, he did get a good finish. Um, I think he finished sixth. Yeah, so I mean, is, just that outside is, that is here, top five. And I at this rate, I'm just hoping the uh, the winners list kind of stays stagnant. Which I mean, it's like I'm happy, but I'm not happy that William Byron won. So it's like. It's it's a double edged sword almost. Yeah, I'm just like, okay. it was. The, I like to see the whole grid by winners, but at the same time, right. it's like, well, Brad. Yeah, and and, like, and, and, and he, was, he was being chased he, by three potential first time winners for the season in Suarez, Almondinger, and Michael McDowell. And Michael McDowell was strong. He he really uh, he made something happen, and he ended up finishing fourth. Um, which another, another, I guess sort of outsider that was in contention uh, once, you know, people knew they were going to go for it, but how to make a pit stop was uh, J.J. Yelly. Right. I mean, the graphic, right? The, yeah. uh, two, the not the not 2009 F1 world champion. Right. Uh, I'm still, oh, I'm still sticking with that joke, I know, but I just, I could not believe he was in the, uh, the Top ten. I mean, he was. I think he was as high as fifth at one point. So I, it's safe to say that the guys that kind of finished up one, up front. Now Byron, I think was he was up front, you know, basically because he had to reconfigure his strategy after the spin. But these other yeah, guys, right. I think, were definitely on strategy, knowing that the rain race was going to get, you know, rain was going to impact the race. That's how I view it. Right, and 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 like I said, you know, you saw you saw the into uh, intensity pop up. Yeah. It was it was getting really out there. People were really trying to make it three wide if they can to make a move and carry that momentum. Uh, but it was just William Byron was ahead. Yeah, it rained and that was the it. race was called and yeah and so it was. Uh, I I guess a lot of fans really enjoyed the race, right? I mean, it looked like it was good racing, right? right. So I guess I mean the only thing I find silly about the whole this whole Atlanta configuration is they fixed something that wasn't was not broken and you just I guess you're trying to have another super speedway race but no one's trying yeah. to build it so I guess you this is the next best thing I guess mm. to add more restrictor plate racing to uh, the NASCAR calendar Got it. Right. speaking of restrictor plates we're heading to New Hampshire they they had restricted plates one time. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking. I'm just like I, I'm like thinking in my head like where's the next race like, and then I just can't believe it's actually allowed in. Yeah. Anyways, so um, anyway, sorry. Anyways, <laughs> off so, tangent. Yeah. So, all right. So that was kind of the Atlanta wrap up. We got off to New Hampshire this weekend. Uh, hopefully, traffic will be light going to Canaan as opposed to Loudon. But we shall see. Um, let's take a quick peek at the standings. Uh, fortunately, uh, nothing has changed in terms of those locked in. Uh, we still have uh, Harvick leading the uh, points for the points uh, 
The non-winners. The non-winners, right. Yeah. The overall point leader is Will Byron, followed by Truex. Um, and then uh, Bad Brad um, is behind uh, Chris Busher. Ahead of. No, no he, he, oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. He's one point. He is. He's two, two, points, points, two, two points. Two points. Two points. Two points. But, but, but look at this race for the 15th and 16th spot. And it, This what, is what, getting well, really what's, close. Well, what's sad is that SVG is not included. I don't like that. Or, I mean, even if J.J. Yaley won, yeah. he would not have been oh, on the board. Really? Oh, really? Because bad. he's like, I guess he's like, yeah, I guess he chose Xfinity So we have to get, or the, something we have to to get the dinger in there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, anyways, there we go. All right, off to New Hampshire this so, weekend. Is this, what is this called? Uh, what is this race called? The Crayon 200 or the, something? The, yeah. No, it's Crayon 301. 301. The Magic Mile on. Come on. Is Crayola sponsoring it? Crayola crayons. It looks that, it looks, uh, uh, right. Unless they have a completely different logo. All right. Okay. And no, just, just crayon. A, crayon. Not Crayola. Crayola. Yeah. Crayon. All right. And just a quick uh, NASCAR note here. Uh, it was announced today that Bush Light will be moving from Stuart Haas Racing and its uh, association there has ended. And I think that's, I think it's good to start somewhere fresh with a, New or fresher thing because they've been Kevin Harvick's longtime sponsor. So I think they're looking to go someplace where they're going to get some mileage out of their uh, sponsorship. And I think Trackhouse is the right place to be. It is. But at the same time, I was thinking it was going to be Josh Berry because, I mean, why else would Stuart Haas sign Josh Berry besides his talent, right? You know, I feel like there's a whole package of maybe that was the four car uh, that was that that had the bush light uh, uh, sponsorship as they say nate in sponsorship uh that's not the case he if he brought the sponsorship <laughs> i could see it but no right no so 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 that's that's cool for track house and i think that gives him more wiggle room for that third car yeah there we go for track house maybe svg yeah yeah, yeah. right and and maybe but you know what maybe he'll bring qantas think- as a sponsor but, you know, I think SVG might go over to Stuart Haas, maybe. No, he's coming here. He's coming to Trackhouse, he's going to bring Red Bull. I, it's it's going to be one of the two teams. And I'll tell you, if that Red Bull thing happens, there's going to be another car after that in there the pipeline, wow. I'd imagine. Yep. No, I know, we talked about this last week, yeah, but wow, we had such a great conversation right. last week about that. All right. Okay, that, that wraps up NASCAR. Um, great segment. Yeah, we didn't have uh, – I mean – I didn't watch the um, the truck race from Mid Ohio. Uh, apparently, it started in the rain. Yeah, but it just things. it was just that you know I just I didn't. Oh, and it was I mean the results. Did you hear what happened in the Arca race? Yeah, I like I like to stay away from that. Fair enough. Yeah, because it was that was just trash. Trash driving. Yeah. Trash driving by a pay driver. So, <laughs> anyways. Yeah. So long story short, and he yes. took two cars out. So, anyways, <clears throat> um, all right. So let's move on to um, Formula One, and we'll welcome Christian into the program. Hi, Christian Abbott. Hi, welcome Everyone. back. Yes, I'm back. <laughs> welcome back. Took us, he took a sabbatical last week. Yep. Well, yeah, like half a week. Half week. Anyways, um, all right. So, um, what can we say about this weekend? Oh, pretty boring. Uh, well, it was. Boring. I saw Brad Pitt. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you know the the, I top, mean, the, top, Hayes. the top news uh, out of this past week is that there was an 11th team team on the grid. Oh, and the second top news was the so, uh, I I have never heard of this <laughs> Kara what who who's the one that just dissed um, Martin Brundle. I don't know. Some, I don't know. some nobody. Some nobody. Yeah, but right. some, Sam Ryder gets up there, decides like he's going to take over the uh, gridwalk, which he could have. Did a great job. Just boosting. Uh, right. I'll be honest. I didn't even watch the gridwalk. I, I don't care about it. I just, it. no, I just saw I, I, I don't, saw, I don't I watch it either. No, no, no. I just saw I was on YouTube and I saw the highlights. Just, That's why I was kind of, yeah. it was kind of no, fun. I, I don't know. No. After, How bad was Crofty this weekend, Nate? <laughs> Well, Lando Norris took the lead on the first lap. Oh, God, that must the world. I'll just, I'll just wow. say that. Yeah. Let's play God's King's God's. Uh, God save the King. God save the King. <laughs> what do they want? The so, podium? What do they want? The checkered flag flown right there? Well, I mean, the fans sounded like they wanted that way. Like, one, <laughs> they, once, they just, like once Max. They and, turned up the volume on the fans, like, just yeah. because it's just. I like, mean, the rest of the. Like, the weekend was. I mean. I kind of thought Red Bull was kind of toying. <laughs> Sergio Perez was. Oh, anyways. Um, I mean, they, I, let's put it this way: there wasn't like a lot of urgency in their game in practice. P one, P two. No, P3. but but that I the, the car is known for being good in corners, mm-hmm. and this isn't. Classified as like a corner-heavy track, yeah. it's, it's much more high speed. speed yeah, there's high-speed corners, but it's like this is a race where I, where if you're talking about engine, I would I would expect Mercedes or Ferrari to show up with a car. You mean the factory teams? Yes. Oh, the Mercedes engine Wait, did show no, up. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the engines. <laughs> like oh. if you're talking about the strong oh. strong suit okay. stuff. Like like I'm not. Th- this weekend actually pr- gave me a bit more hope of. What can Williams do when they go to Monza? Oh, fair point. Because that's already a strong oh, track true. for them, fair and point. you're showing up with a track yeah. now. Yeah, with that kind of a package, that's yeah. that's what's more intriguing to me. Yeah. Um, uh, and and I'd even add McLaren to the list because I mean it was really a shock weekend, all in all, that they were they, even like yeah. That so close to the I think the two shocks this weekend obviously was the speed of Albon. And, and Williams in practice and, and Sardin. I, I w- I, yeah, I wouldn't even um, discredit Sardin. Yeah, he, yeah. he had a so I, I guess well. it, I guess the speed of both Williams and McLaren. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I qualifying. Look, this is what happens when it rains. Yeah, it's which is great. I love it. Yeah, you know. So uh, I thought that was great. Um, you know, I not you know, Max did what Max did, got the pole. Yeah, but but he still that last well, lap he put well, in well, well, counted. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah. it came down to the yeah. last lap. And, so it's, it know, wasn't even like Lando, his lap was Lando, safe. Lando again built on what he did in in practice. Yeah, Albon did the same thing. Piastri, I think, was more the uh, Piastri. Sorry, really bad accent there. Uh, Piastri was really, um, I think, my surprise for qualifying. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, I mean. Right, and and Lando Norris was, I mean, he was professional pole at the ninth hour. He really was. He yeah. almost got yeah. pole, and it was pretty darn close. Yep. And I was thinking, like, and 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 it's like you you get you you think of this, and it's like flashbacks back to Monaco, right? Esteban Ocon or whoever I guess was about to get pole, and then Max puts on this monster third sector right. and just get yeah. puts it to the top. Puts it to the top. Right. 
Um, I think the two biggest, you know, I think no shows overall for the weekend were uh, <laughs> Aston and Ferrari. Well, right, and and Fernando Alonso. I I expected like I expect a little more out eighth, of Aston. I think, but me too. You know, me too. Big time. Well, I should and, say when I, when I'm talking Aston, I'm talking Fernando because. Right, yeah, you do but, have to say Fernando. Um, it's it's, it's kind of like talking about Red Bull, and it's just Max. Um, <clears throat> I mean, we're, we're also get we're also getting to a point where the tracks we're going to week by week are significantly different from right, one another. Right, and and this is also the time where upgrades are being brought in. I as will well. say this: I'm curious to see where Aston is at Hungary. I, I'm just I'm curious to see how this season plays out because McLaren McLaren over the past two races have definitely brought upgrades that seem to be working and have put them on a trajectory. But did they put them on a trajectory? Well, the trajectory being, I think they're peaking at Monza. Okay, because I think that's I think they probably probably isolated this part of the season as where they could make the car most compliant. Let's just say you know in mm. terms of tracks. If you look at the tracks coming up, I, I, outside of, say, Zandvoort, you got Spa, which is very fast and flowing. Yeah, I mean, you, you got Spa and Monza. Those are two fast, very high speed. speed fast, flowing tracks. Yeah. Uh, Silverstone, fast, flowing track. Mm-hmm. Hungary. Hungary is tighter. Eh, tighter, it's, but it's not. It's, 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 you, you definitely need... That's that's the one where I expect Red Bull to just walk away. Yeah, that is that yeah. is a yeah. very, that well, is very I much... expect them to walk away at Zandvoort too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's just my opinion on that. Um, so, and sorry about Red Bull. I mean Max. Yeah. <laughs> I... Yeah. Or if Sergio makes it to Q two, right? <laughs> uh, anyways, I'd like to just let's just dwell on what happened. Now, all props to Mercedes this weekend. Mercedes or Mercedes engine? Mercedes, the team. Okay. From Brackley. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Sean? Huh? Well, yeah, Sean? I mean, they finished third and fifth. Yeah, no, they, you know. And, okay, but, yeah. But they were, outdone by, they were the outdone by McLaren. Yes. Who finished second yeah. and fourth. I, I mean, and considering after, what, FP1 and FP2, they were the slowest Mercedes yeah. right. so, engine-powered car yeah. on the grid. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, and they said yeah. if it was if it got warm, their car's junk. If it stays cool, their car's better. Okay. And relatively, it was kind of cool. It was, yeah, like temperature wise. So, but anyways, I, I mean, and, again, and race race pace is different than one lap pace. One lap pace, so, right? And yeah. that was my only concern with McLaren. I didn't know if it was all one lap pace, right? But it turned out not to be right. And no, same, same same with Williams. Right, because I mean, I mean, the highlight for I guess Williams is FP two. Because he had Alex Albon finish third. Or, well, I think the whole. I think. Then, the, I think. The then, whole, um, I think. Well, the, the sergeant whole, came in fifth. I think the whole yeah. weekend for them is a highlight because they finished eighth and eleventh, which right. is much better and, than what they've been doing. And not, so. not, not like they lucked into those either. Like yeah. that was earned. Yeah. No. Very much so. So. Um, um, I and the race itself. I mean, yeah, it was exciting at the uh, outset. You know. Lando got the lead, yeah. but then it was just, well, at some point, Max goes, fine, I'll sit and wait for DRS, and he sat and waited for DRS. Right, and I mean, it, the way the race unfolded, it wasn't necessarily like Max walked away with it either. No, he, he was because, able to manage the gap. Yeah, because he, he got out in front, but not Lando... Mind, not mind the gap, he managed yeah. the gap. 
Yeah, I mean, because then Lando Very kept, kept him honest, I would say, for most yeah. of the race. Yeah. And then the sa- the safety car mid- midway, right. late way through. Now, that's cre- credit to Lando. He was able to hold off Lewis. Yeah. And he was right. on different tires. And that tires. was a lot of pressure. That mm-hmm. was a lot of pressure and on different tires. So, yeah. I, well, and, and the opposite end of both uh, pers- uh, tire compounds, because it right. was Lewis on the softs and actually everyone else on the softs. And McLaren, I guess they have tire management or tire degradation issues. And they I, had to choose, I, think, I, think, I, I guess, end up choosing the hard tire. I, I don't know end. if it was I so much that. I think they used up. Yeah, I think they used up their allotment. Soft, so I, I think they thought a, yeah. a brand new hard versus a used, a used soft, soft was a better, better option. option. Yeah, I agree. Oh, so, yeah. So, I mean, I from that standpoint, that. I, you know, uh, Perez is just. It, I, I I agree with there was a statement from Horner where Perez just needs to figure out qualifying because I it's not like he he's nowhere in the race it's just he he's self-inflicting on the by giving himself a bad start so he's already behind Verstappen so there's just no shot in hell that he's going to challenge him for the race race correct. win at all correct so if he figures out qualifying and he doesn't have to get second, but he's got to be within the top five to make it interesting. Um, well, and to secure second for the uh, driver's points, right? Because, I mean, right. He's, he, right, when the lights go out, he shoots himself in the foot, and now he has to do all this catching up, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, it, I mean, in the race, right, I mean, safety car, I would say, helped him a lot. Mm-hmm. Because then, I mean, I think he was just at the top 10 or maybe, like, just finished overtaking Logan Sargent. Right. And then there was, you know, the cars are bunched up, and he has the better car. So in the short run, right, I mean, that's his time to pounce. Or, I mean, in this case, on the final restart, right, he was able to overtake those guys um, that just, I guess, didn't have the right car. I say right car. But, like, not as much of a as a um, a faster pace than uh, the Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it was definitely the the safety car definitely helped out the um. Oh, I don't, like it third, screwed over Piastri from a podium. Yeah, third third through six. Uh, aside from Piastri, it it pretty much helped them out. Um, which again, that's the way it fell. Mm-hmm. So good for them for the strategy that they that that they had play out i mean any any races is hard work talent and then you always need a little bit of luck um but yeah so i um i gotta tell you it it was a good race i i I did like the action Mm -hmm. yeah i think Um, think overall like you said nate it definitely kind of one of the better races, I you know, this was definitely one where I thought the the grid as a whole was a was the closest it's been from yeah. front to back. Yeah, because yeah. again, it's Red Max and Red Bull didn't necessarily walk away with it. It took Perez longer to get through the field, and he couldn't you know just rocket his way through and and get to the front. Um, I mean, and then McLaren and Williams showed base today, or. Yeah, uh, on Sunday. Um, I mean, the only two teams that are really a question right now is uh, 
is Alpha Tauri and Alpha Romeo because I just I don't know where their where any of their updates are are going on the car and what they're trying to do because it just doesn't seem it just seems like they're falling away from everyone. Williams is definitely taking a step ahead, and I'm I don't know if it's just James Wells or or any any other personnel that's been brought in because I mean it's it's not just just James that can turn the whole thing around. Uh, I think it's with him. It's a it's definitely a. Uh, I think you know. I think maybe it was organizational that he brought to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was uh, I thought pretty good. Um, just like I said, I, I think my it just my two duds for the weekend were Aston and Ferrari. Yeah. So. Well, Ferrari couldn't even tell Carlos what plane they were on when he asked. Well, Carlos also <laughs> it was pretty comical. I, I, I thought it was the other way around. What didn't didn't uh, Ferrari tell Carlos that they were going to switch to Plan B, and Carlos was like, "I've forgotten what that one is." I don't. Remember. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You are right, actually. So I, it, um, I mean, that was definitely. I think I saw something like that on F1 memes or something I, on Instagram. It, it was. It didn't seem like. It seems like the strategists were on were more on top of it than the drivers. Um. So it, it was just it was kind of uncharacteristic to see signs have that mental slip, but. I guess things happen. Yeah. Uh, actually, I will say the the one thing that that did shock me as well was w- some of the first couple radio transmissions that they had of uh, between Lando and his engineer. I it it seemed like Lando didn't realize he was like in a race win. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it it just didn't it, it as the race went on, you could see you could see by some of the messages of, of how they were communicating of how he kind of started to re- realize like, all right, like this is where we're on for it. Like I need to focus up. Yeah. If I, I do think if he can't kind of think his way through the race a bit more and be, I, I mean, I, I think, I think Max and to, I mean, I, this is a very uncharacteristic for Carlos, but I think between Max and Carlos, they're the two mindsets I like. I like to see in a driver where they can actively think about how the race is going alongside with the engineer, because it's 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 helpful to know, or it, it's helpful from the the pit wall side to see mm-hmm. a driver that engaged and yeah. and actively thinking about it. You do, you as the pit wall also don't want to be outthought by the driver because then that shows that on the pit wall they're not doing that much either. Because then you get into the Ferrari situation. Yeah. But I I can't stand when a driver is just like, tell me what to do. Because there is a, there is a <laughs> right, line of like, right. you, you still have, you still play an integral part of, of the race. You, you can't just be told what to do. Because then outside of driving, like then someone else is setting the car up for you. Like that's, that's where I think the better drivers are able to have that additional skill set to to make them to elevate them to that next step. Um, so I oh, right. there's direct feedback. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. And and cuz I mean really the driver is really 
the quarterback, right? They're holding the football. Yep. And so it's more mm-hmm. so like how do, how do we orchestrate this plan, right? Right. And so I, I, I agree with you 100%, Christian. Because he even – because he got the question a couple times of like how – how long can you make the tires last? And obviously if you don't, if you don't know, then that's where, that's where the team is questioning their own data of like, okay, well they're definitely hitting the cliff soon, but how soon? And if the driver can, can somehow miraculously pull more pace out of the, out of the tire, then you can, you, you have a bit more options, but if it falls off, even if it falls off quicker than anticipated then you got you really got to think on your feet and hope you make the best best decision because you're even more of a time crunch um so i i yeah that that's the, those messages with lander there i would have liked to see him be able to at least give him a number or a rough estimation of like how of how close he can hold pace to it um other than just like i don't know Unless, unless it's co- they've somehow made up some code where you know, like, oh, my tires are gone, and it's like you blitz it for two more laps and then come into the pits. Like that's how much pace you know that's in the tires. Right, and I mean, it, it all goes back to what data you have, right? Notes, mm-hmm. and I mean, you know, make the best calculated strategy, right? Based on we have before you, yeah. I I will say too. I'm also for, from a viewership standpoint, it's nice to have the radio messages. But I I can <laughs> I, love it. I can also see the other end of this argument of like because I, I there's sometimes where like I don't really want to hear the drivers talk in in all in all the radio messages because the other thing is like all the messages are broadcast to not not only all the fans but especially all the teams so now whatever you talk about is not secretive anymore it's it's all public information and every team can can then spy you know quote unquote spy on one another because you're you're able to listen into what everyone's saying um so i mean i and there's been plenty of moments where drivers have been caught you know being frustrated over the radio saying stuff that they probably shouldn't you know out out to the world like obviously adrenaline runs and you're gonna have you're gonna say stuff that you don't mean but that that's kind of where it's heat of the moment stuff yeah yeah and and that's that's kind of where i'm like i i i get it because it's because i kind of i feel like i understand that but that's also like any sport uh any athlete that that has been in that kind of situation like you 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 get that frustration but it, it's also nice to be able to have a moment to yourself and not share that with everyone because that's it's not a nice moment for anyone so right because i mean it, you're it's 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 high pressure and you're trying to make the best decision and it's like you're you're on on like a focus high, yeah. And then if something goes wrong or unexpected, you're just like, well, what? Because and and right. Because the other so. thing too is then then that can be the the talking point for the next week, and it's like that's all you hear is like, oh, well, like, do you really mean it? Do you really mean it? Because oh. or or at any of the yeah. following races, like that's that's what the drivers get questioned about all the time, or even even immediately after the race when they when they're talking about whatever they said on the radio, and it's like. It's sometimes those 
sometimes those messages aren't meant for the public. Like they're just meant for the driver and their team. Like that's that's it. So <laughs> right to really get the message across. Yeah. But but I also understand <laughs> well, that that this opinion is probably not the one that's popular in sells either to to attract more fans because it it is interesting to have more information on the car and be more immersed in it as a fan. So I I I I get why it's there. Don't necessarily agree with it, but it is what it is. So taking a move. All right. All right. So uh that moves us uh I don't even know if we need to go through the points. Max is just no. We we do because well we do yes we do uh, all right because uh, I think has Lewis overtaken Alonso for oh, third in the championship? I, you know what? I didn't even think of that. Or is he no? Because like the battle for second I is apologize. like it's a uh, hot button. No, not no. yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Well, not yet. Fernando's right there at second. No, <laughs> well, no. but Fernando. No, no, no. Fernando's in third. Yeah, but Fernando lost ground. Yeah, he's he's, uh, at he's, Silver he's, oh, he's yeah because he's, 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 he's nineteen yeah. behind Perez. He's sixteen in front of Lewis. Okay, um, it's still kind of close. Carlos has kind of close. Carlos is still one ahead of uh, Russell, uh, followed by Leclerc, and then it's a huge drop off. Although oh, Norris uh, now is two behind Stroll. That yeah, I was just gonna make that yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, so that that's yeah. that, he's got a chance to overtake him there, which is cool. On the constructor side of the fence, uh, Red Bull and a romp. Uh, Mercedes has left Frog at Aston Martin. Uh, still Aston ahead of Ferrari by 24 points. McLaren is about 100 and 102 behind. Um, I'm sorry, 100. No, 98 behind uh, Ferrari. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where we're at. Let's see how many mistakes uh, Ferrari yeah. can make. And so what, we're off to Hungary, the Hungaro ring next. Hungary? Uh, I believe so. In two weeks. And then yes. uh, we have one more race after that. Is that Spa? Spa. And, and then, then we have the mid-season break? And then the mid-season break. Okay. And then at the end of August, we return to Zandvoort. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to the Weckety Weck. Um. I stole that from the uh, This Week in Sports Car guys. I was going to say, very good, Craig. Uh, uh, Sean, just, that was, uh, that was yeah. nice. All yeah. credit to mm-hmm. Marshall Pruitt and Graham Goodwin on that one. <laughs> yeah. No copyright infringement there. Um, this weekend, this was at Monza. So very heightened race uh, with the success that Ferrari had at Le Mans. Mm-hmm. And uh, Toyota took it to him all weekend. Yeah, they did not. I mean, Ferrari was quick in sessions, but uh, Toyota did not let them get away and no. kind of out strategized them, out strategized them a bit. Um, the, the one thing I do find odd is Toyota's able to go a lap, so at, at least in this race. Well, let's, yeah, go ahead, finish the point. No, so, yeah, go ahead. So, the sorry, again. It's a BOP class, yeah. so it'll get figured out. But Toyota, with their energy consumption, mm-hmm. yes, when you look a- at that graph, yeah, yes. yeah, they, they're able. It's virtual energy tank, so the, it's cool. the fuel, the I fuel like tank. It. I like it. They, they're able to go one lap longer. Mm-hmm. So 
if the race goes green the whole time, then you save what six hours, probably ten what, minutes, eight, say eight, three ten, minutes a lap, eight ten laps. Yeah, you're saving. Yeah, so you save that much amount of time, and then when you get to the last pit stop, it's that much less fuel right in the car. Yeah, so. Right off the bat, Toyota's got an advantage. Yeah. Um, obviously, I would... But is that due to the fact that they've been doing this longer? Whereas next year, they're going to have more data. The WEC will have more data and can look at this over the winter. Yeah, I mean, it, it's obviously on WC to to make sure that the BOP is correct. Right. Um, because that... Is WEC or is it FIA? Whatever. Whoever, whoever's doing it. Um, <laughs> Just throwing it out there. No, I, I think WC because IMSA does their own. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I was going to say, does NASCAR do the BOP there? You, you can't... <laughs> so, there you can't was, and there was an adjustment before the race to kind of tweak the Ferraris back, which Ferrari got all PO'd about. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, they got PO'd about I mean, because that, it's like, now that they're in their backyard, the, so... The, B, the BOP is, um, has been released for the, the, the last two races as well. Yeah, so... Um, it's the way it goes. I mean... Yeah, it, it is. It is what it is, and I'm I'm gonna just take it back to the GTE class where every time they make an adjustment, it looks like the Corvette gets whacked, and somehow they figure out how to work around it. Oh yeah, no, no, I, I'm not. I'm just saying. That I'm these not saying teams. teams I'm can't just do saying it. that yeah. these teams need to be able to do that. Yes, and it's probably because Ferrari doesn't have enough data yet to work around it. Right now. Our third place finisher, which was yeah. Peugeot, yes. This this race here marked the one year anniversary. Yes. Okay, and they got a podium. Mm-hmm. And honestly, um, that car was not out of contention for a win. No, but it was also this is by the design philosophy of the car. This is a track. This is a track yeah. of but that it, would it, suit do, it. it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. You know, at the end of the day. You know, whatever their BOP was, whatever this, this, and this, mm-hmm. you know, they worked around it. So, yeah. um, you know, congrats to them. Uh, you know, Toyota, like, they had, a, they wanted to come back strong, and they did. So, simple yeah. as that. Uh, Ferrari, you know, had an issue with one of their cars. Um, that it, Yeah, the, uh, I'm sorry, the 51 car, which kind of pushed it back a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, you know, Toyota had one car drop out. Right. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, and I, I don't want to, like, the other thing is, like, everyone's getting all, all antsy about um, Porsche, you know. Again, this is the first the first year in the new format, same as Ferrari, okay? Right. I expect next year to be a totally different story. The one team, I think, next year, you're probably not going to see struggle that's a new debutante will be the bmw will finish better than like the lamborghini it will will do better in most races because of the data it's gathering in imsa yeah i i can see that i mean and even get maybe surprised the only difference the only thing that's different is the tire and the tracks okay but overall the the wrt team which will run the car over in WEC, the, the, will be in a better position than some of the teams are. They're, they're in the better position than the Cadillac is going to be this year or whatever. So I expect them to 
I don't expect them to win a race, but I expect them to be far better off than what Pujo was when they first came in, what Lamborghini's going to be like. So uh, Okay, yeah. Yeah, from that standpoint, that's, I get it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so. because you're not coming right out of the gate and that's, doing testing that's correct. on these tracks. That's correct. Right. Right, right. well, and even for starters, they had the 24 hours of Daytona, for, which was their 24-hour test. Test session. But the yeah. problem in IMSA, is, well, the pro, the di- one of the differences, there's a different tire that's used. Right. So yeah. that, that comes off. That, that plays a difference. Obviously, the tracks are different and all that. Um, you know, Cadillac had a huge struggle at this race. Um, I think this is where it's hurting them only running one car. Yeah. And I think it's hurting them running one car. I think they need to run four cars. Well, Ganassi for, does. Yeah, two and yes, two and yeah. Ipsa, two and two and one. Sorry. They, you yeah. can't just just because you're running another car with a uh Action Express yes. in IMSA, they, they're not like yeah, they'll share data, but they're not going to share all the data with each other because right. they want to win. Okay. Right. Because okay, but go ahead, go ahead. There is because by that same point, it's like you have Acura, it's Meyer Shank, and they're Wayne not Taylor. sharing the data. The, yeah, they're definitely they're not. sharing some stuff. Yeah, but, but it's but it's but, not. You know, clearly, like we know what happened at Daytona. They were right. you know whatever that was going on with the Shank and the tire pressure. Yeah. But you know, um, you know, on the flip side, you know, in Porsche. Everybody's in the same boat. Um, you know, they're running two factory cars here, two factory cars there. They're running one customer car, and they were running one customer car over there. Now they're running two customer cars in WEC. We'll now move it up to two customer cars in, in uh, IMSA after Road, Alert, Road America. So yeah. I expect Porsche by the end of the year to kind of – I think next year they come out of the gate much stronger. That's just my opinion. I think it – I think within Porsche factory teams, I think I think you might see some driver changes. Yeah, and there's too much of a GT influence with these guys. And I don't mean and it, you could sit there and go, "Huh," but there's um well the the, qu- the question is who do you replace it with? Because the the old right. the old group of prototype well, no, pros have now but retired and moved are, on. There are guys so you have to they're, fill they're with proto- someone. Yeah, but there are prototype guys in LMP2 who are f- understand prototype racing versus GT racing. GT racing is basically door banging. Okay? It's like NASCAR, all right? Um, the the reason you're not seeing it so much in WEC right now, there's no factory teams in the GTE class. Okay, all the all the factory stuff's gone, so all that Porsche, Ferrari, Porsche, Corvette, like you don't see it anymore. Um, in IMSA, it's all it's not GTLM anymore; it's GTD, you know, Pro. And there's not there's not the only factory car in there. In all honesty, is the the Corvette, the the WeatherTech Mercedes could be the only other factory team I would say in there. I don't really consider FAF being a factory team. They they just have factory drivers in it, but I, I, they're not on the par. Well, they're not on the par with Corvette. Ray. They're not on a par with Pratt so Miller. The, the other the personnel behind. Yeah, the Pratt Miller. They're not on par. WeatherTech is is really. I think it's Proton that's running that. Yeah. Being the, uh, the Mercedes, so that's totally different. Okay, FAF is you know yeah it's a it's a sports car team. It's like Paul Miller Racing. Mm. It's you know they hire the best guys they can get and stuff like that. So be curious, like you know. So, but I think Penske, I think, I think this, I just think the GT guys aren't really prototype drivers. No. And I mean, you're, you're definitely seeing the difference between 
the prototype drivers in, in the other cars versus what, well, what Porsche what, has. Case in point, and we can get to it when we get to IMSA, the, number, the JDC car finished in front of the two Penske cars. Yeah. Okay. Now, the one big difference in that team is Mike Rockefeller and the time he spent with Audi. Right. Okay. That, yeah, a long time of driving mm. prototypes. So he can give the feedback to the engineers. And, I mean, obviously this kid they got is quick. Mm-hmm. I just don't think the guys in the Penske car, I don't think those guys are really that good. I don't think Jaminé is a good prototype driver. Campbell's not a prototype driver. I like Nick Tandy won Le Mans. I get mm-hmm. it. Might be the only one in there. I, I just not 100% sold on these guys. Yeah, no, I... I'm I'm also not necessarily sold on the Porsche yet either. Right. Well, that, it's, it's, again, it's development. Yeah. It's like the Peugeot. Right. So I mean, but you know, are these guys capable of giving feedback? Yeah. That say Rockefeller is giving different feedback. Mm-hmm. Like there could be guys on the Jota car that the feedback that's coming out of them is much more. The Jota car is competitive. I mean, th- this kind of gets back to just any any driver in general because even um, the one. C- I will say this: the one car in WAC right now that it was the new entrant this weekend was the Proton 963. Yeah. That car, which has, um, is that Dan Cameron? No. No. Hold on a second. I'm trying to find it. I apologize. Uh, it's got it's got Tick Ticknell, Bruni, that's and great. Yanni. Okay. Ticknell, actually, very yeah, good. That's LMP2 driver. Yeah. Neil Yanni, long time. Yeah. LMP1 Porsche mm-hmm. driver, all that. Bruni's factory guy. He's bouncing around between Ferrari and Porsche mm-hmm. on the GT side. He's fast, but again, I'm not. Again, I. It, he's not a. He's not a historic, historic, historically categorized as a prototype driver. No, but you. You're trying to pick from a pool of drivers that have driven prototypes. Yeah, and I'm always hesitant to grab the open wheel guys. Because it's the not open the wheel guys or the prototype. I'm talking prototype. I'm talking guys that are in. Technel was in LMP2. No, I'm I know. Ta- that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about. I don't care a guy coming from Formula 2, Formula 3 that's in this. I'm talking guys that have driven prototype cars. Okay? Right. But the- Rooney, the, the, the list of guys that are in the Porsches are more GT based guys, correct? Right. Outside of Dan Cameron. Mm-hmm. And probably outside of Nick Tandy. Mm-hmm. Okay? Everyone else is all GT-based guys. A GT-based GT driver may not translate to be a good prototype driver. Correct. Okay, so I'm just so if I was to take say Tom Bloomquist and Colin Brown out of just put them in a Porsche, Penske Porsche. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they're in the Acura. I'm just saying when you take them out of the out of that car, put them in the Porsche, let them get the same time. Give them the same amount of races that they get. I guarantee you, they'd be beating those guys. Same, same with, same with, um, yeah. same with Ricky Taylor, and same with, um, right. But those guys are pro- historically. But they've pro- always, no. they've always had downforce cars. Right. Well, that's but why? Why is Porsche insisting on putting GT guys in these cars? Because what pool of drivers are you grabbing from that aren't already taken up in what, these other? But series? why didn't they go? Like, why didn't they go after Colin Brown? He because, was he was yeah, a free agent at yeah. the end of the no, season. I, I I'm get, just saying. I, I, I get just, it. I just I get think it. they're dri- like it, it, to me on the Porsche side of the fence. I think their driver selection criteria, criteria was almost helmet Marco ish. 
They were just like, okay, this is the guy. No, this they, is the guy. They, it's like they didn't look outside the box. No, they're they're very much within the camp. But you, if you get, if you go outside of the camp, then then you get into what um, well what Al, what Alpine and okay, Renault have so if, with the drive with their driver academy where they never so pick if, a younger if you go guy back and you just to, completely if throw you go it out back the to the Porsche GT race and, and they had the hybrid cars. There were two drivers I think we both would admit that should have been in given a shot in those cars, and that was Bergmeister and Long, and they weren't. In the prototypes? In the prototypes. You tell me what you tell me why they weren't included. Uh, Bergmeister because he's too tall. You sure about that? Are you a hundred percent sure about who's, that? Who's who's taller or at his height? That, well, I'm just saying. Is, that that, are you a hundred percent certain that he couldn't fit in the car? No, I'm not. 100%. I'm just. But that, no, well, that's, that's what a, I'm saying. It's, it's a limiting yeah, factor. Okay, okay, sure. Well, if it was a height thing, yeah. <laughs> that, that's but, a well, Dane Cameron's pretty tall. Yeah. I'll high check him. But Patrick Long didn't get in the car. Pat, Patrick Six Long feet, did, didn't, but both both of them at the time. Long was driving at right motorsport. It doesn't matter. The they were factory drivers. This is what I'm saying. They're factory drivers. So every one of these guys that Penske's got in these cars right now, the majority of them came out of the same thing that Long and Bergmeister are doing with GT guys. I'm just saying that they don't truly, typically translate. The Ferrari guys have a good mixture where they have Giovinazzi who's raced Formula One and stuff. They, they're, those guys are kind of mixed up. Nicholas Nielsen proved himself in LMP2 cars. They weren't afraid to take guys. I, I just, what I don't know. James Collado. Yeah. Well, Collado was more, yeah, he was a Formula car guy and a GT guy. So, um, but I, I think he's more versatile than what some of these guys are coming out of the Porsche factory camp are. That, yeah. That's just my opinion. Yep. And I think that's part of the so, problem because I don't think they're given the, the, feed, the feedback they might be given might not be what Por- the, the Porsche guys need. That's why I'm saying, like, I think Penske's going to start looking at stuff. Right? Like, how do you I, – I, I'll tell you. I mean, how do you miss Colin Brown? Like, I really understand well, your point because he was in Prototype Challenge. And everyone knew – Everyone knew. Twos, I think? Right, but everyone knew John Bennett was letting, wasn't going to be running, so he was free agent. Yeah. And Shank, Shank took him, so. Shank <laughs> no. was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's like it's like looking at you know, did you bother to inquire about Ricky Taylor? I mean, he had been in the Penske camp before. But but Sean, there is a lot of drivers. Like I mean, think about how like I'm, the Mazda program, right? The, the, the Jota program. No, just hang, hear me out for a second. So Harry Tinknell, right, and um, Tom Lawn, right? I mean, those are yeah, other drivers. But, but Harry right, Tink, with Harry, Tink, Harry Tinknell, cut your, his, your Bergmeister is. Five inches taller than Tom Bloomquist. Is he five inches taller than Dane Cameron? I, we're cutting hair. <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry. I, like, I, anyways, I'll, I'm just I'll saying. How you, Sean? But five eleven and shrinking. Yeah. Okay. Um. The no, but I'm just saying. Like Techno, he was he was with Joda in Dane, their LMP two days. Shorter than Tom Bloomquist. Is he shorter? He's, he's five uh, is he? All right. Okay. So maybe Jorg is out. I don't know. Stuck fit in a nine sixty two. But the, and he's pretty tall. The other. Don't look that up. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, no, <laughs> so, no I'm, just, I'm just. Or Boris said, if you want. Um, the, Boris said's tall. The, yeah, well, Stuck's tall too. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, these guys like. I just, I, I don't know. I'm just that. I'm just thinking that that's part of the and part I, of the issue there. That's just a. I'm just 
going down that route because the only guy I see on on the Penske team outside of um, is Lottera and Cameron. Okay, everybody else is a GT driver. Michael Christensen, GT driver. Frank Mekovicki, GT driver. Kevin Estre, GT driver. Lord Fantorn, GT driver. They're, they're all GT drivers. Right, but then how how is Porsche supposed to develop the next their next group of I'm just, prototype drivers? I, I get it, but like, how do you put more GT drivers in your cars versus P2? Like, if you put one GT guy in that car and the other two are prototype-centric guys, you'd be better off. That's all I'm saying. I mean, if they put Dane Cameron in there with Ricky Taylor, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. and you put, say you put van tour in there i don't know who whatever i'm just saying i just think that the feedback is what they're trying to do is is like trying to you know they're trying to equate it to a gt car that's i i just don't think they're giving the right feedback that's all so, so getting back to yeah patrick long york burgmeister i think york york is 10 five years older than than long so i i don't not that age is really a thing i, I get it, yeah but I, I could definitely see that. Also, the, the way that Long's role I, in, well, por- I, in Porsche, it's... I'm reading the uh, the Alvin Springer book, and he, that's one of the things he put, says in the book, is that one of the persons that should have been put in that 919 is Patrick Long. Yes. No, no. I, I, okay. think, I think Long is a is a better shot of being oh, in there I, than, I, than Bergman. Right. Okay. I, I that's fine. But I'm just yeah. saying that, though, that, you know... But a lot of time, none of those guys at that, that time in that nine one nine, none of those guys had were part of the GT factory program. No. Yeah, that's. They, yeah. I mean, yeah. The only one I think that was was um. Oh, I forget his name. He was doing the um. He was the engineer guy. Was it Bernhard? No. Not Timo. Um, all those, see, like some of those guys all came from the Audi camp. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, okay. Because that's, yeah. Oh, what's his name? I can see him and I can't, anyways, it doesn't matter. I'll probably remember by the end of the show. It doesn't matter. Mm. But I think he was, he was a GT guy, but he can't, he was, mm. anyways. So, oh, Mark Lee. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but, I'm just saying, that's just my thing. You know, I just don't know if these guys are the right mix. That's all. And same thing goes on in mm-hmm. the States. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, there's going to be another, if, if it's true, with you know, when we get to IMSA. But anyways, so before, I, we, before we leave WAC, uh, congrats to Corvette. Yeah. Um, taking the, wrapping the title up with two mm-hmm. races to go. Congrats to Ben to Keating, yeah. Nico Verone, and... My driver of the year, Nikki Katzberg. Mm-hmm. So finish finish fourth. That's all that mattered. Right. So I, I think they really played this race. They were look if they could get the win, they were going to get it. Otherwise, they're going to get the you know take fourth. So mm-hmm. I think that was the goal. So congrats to them. Um, all right, and uh, the WEC is off to really off to Fuji. Ooh, but not until September. Ah, that's fun. Yeah, that'll be a fun race. That's a great track. Hopefully oh, the yeah. weather, hopefully the weather cooperates because it's it's the rainy season over there. Then, mm-hmm. uh, but hopefully, that'll be fun. All right, yeah. let's uh, let's move on to IMSA. Mossport, Canada Tire Motorsports Park. Oh, uh, or as they properly, say, I should have been saying that. Canada yeah. Tire Motorsports Park. 
Canadian Tire Motorsports Park. Christian's been there. I have. Race on the go-kart track. Pretty exciting, right, Nate? Oh, yeah. I've yet to go to a Canadian track, but it is on the list. Yeah, I, I'd definitely like to get up to Mossport for an IMSA race. I think that would be cool. Yeah. Right? And then watching them, like, flow into turn one or I mean, even, it, like, it, at the uphill, downhill. How, how, big, is, how big is Mossport? It's three miles. Okay, so it's twice twice the size of Lime Rock, but it feels like yeah, it's, it's it feels it's, that size though. It's similar to um, Watkins Glen, but it, you know what makes oh. it feel that way? It's very narrow. Yes, yeah, you know. So uh, this, I, I love this race. This, <laughs> I will say this: Shank, Shank, they 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 took the gamble. They rolled the dice, and it came up on top with Blomquist and Colin Brown on a on a brilliant fuel strategy run. Um, so they were able to cover off the other Acura. And uh, once again, BMW. Woo woo. Third. Yeah. Another podium. Another podium. Just playing to their strengths. So, uh, you know, clear ahead. And they clear. They were clear of the uh, three Porsches. But of the Porsches, the JDC car was the leading Porsche. Again, just that's. That's the thing right now with with the the new nine six threes is that the customer teams seem to be, be beating beating the, the factory, factory teams. teams. So. so that's why I think there's gonna be some driver shakeups coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Cadillac rough day. Oof. Um, the wheeling car was was the best, finishing seventh, and then uh, uh, Bourdain. Bring your veins Oh, he got impersonations. I mean, that was rough. He got pushed. He got pushed, but he had like not even a nose. Yeah, up there. I don't so, know. It's just uh, yeah. I, 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 they're just trying to make. They're trying to. They're trying to make up. They're trying to get results, and it's it's tough when you got one car. Yeah, no, you're not I, falling I, back I, on a team car, you right? Know? Right. So. And then we had uh, LMP3, uh, Gar-, Gar Robinson and Felipe Fraga. Uh, it was a little bit of a pushing argy-bargy there between uh, the 74 Riley car and the JR3 car. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't uh, the Garrett Grist, who's really good. Um, that, that didn't go too well. Uh, it was a little bit of... Uh, Weren't too happy. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some, uh, once again, uh, the BMW of Augusta Fafus. Uh, once again, uh, right in the middle of some just dumb driving. Mm-hmm. And uh, both on the track under green and uh, under the yellow. Yeah. Uh, in, the, yeah. in the green situation, they uh, basically uh, punted the Aston Martin off the track heavily into the tire barrier and then uh on the preceding yellow flag laps uh came upon the um safety cars in a rather unsafe fashion locked it up and almost creamed the safety cars montoya style on nascar so i don't know what's going on in that car gotta gotta wonder what's going on there um same two drivers same as that um watkins glenn uh in in gte gtd pro we had uh, Corvette Racing 
with the win. Any thoughts there? Solid weekend. First first win Feeling ended, ended their ended their drought. I mean it it's it's hard in a field field of five to get kind of excited about yeah. GT GTD Pro. <laughs> I, and it wow. and, and I and I it's true. And and like you said, it's like there's two true factory teams. Right. And considering well, that they, I guess I guess the Lexus. I, sh- I I was selling them short. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, well, all right. But, and then sure. And, I mean, but faster. And I mean, solo. more more so this. I mean, if you're looking at this weekend solely, like they start they they had to do an engine swap before the race. So that they was had in a, the, they had to start that was the in pits. the that was in the amp car. Oh, that was the amp car. car. The oh. the pro car was quick, and then it got into a little got into the pushing got into a match with the uh, one of the pro Astons and oh, that's, radiator that's right. damage. Yeah, that's what took them out of the loop. Right. Um, the I mean, Mossport is a is a track of survival. Yes, you, it you, is. It, that's it's high risk, high reward. Yes, yeah, that's or high reward, high risk. You know, yeah. Um, GTD M or GTD. Uh, congrats to Paul Miller Racing. Yeah. Uh, don't know what was going on with Turner this weekend. Must have been the Watkins Glen hangover. Probably. I don't know. Just that was a tough weekend for them. Uh, the that's about it. I just you know thought the prototype race was good, and I thought the LMP3 race was good. The GTD race was good, but there was just too much. Um, there were a lot of little incidents in that that kind of took guys out. Yeah, so that was a little tough. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, big one for Corvette, and I mean, I'd, uh-huh. it, it's been a first tough, win in thirteen months. Yeah, it, it's been a tough, tough road for them in GT three. GT three, right? Uh, but I think it's also with with the GT three class, and then with and then even more so with the GTPs and hypercars. You're definitely in a state of trying to get the BOP right. Uh, the one thing that is hard in a series where you're trying to balance everything um, is some of the manufacturers bringing in new cars or new updated cars like every other year. Um, so, I mean, it's it's not like you have the same car for, for the next five years and everyone starts mm-hmm. at the same starting line. It's like, no, like someone will start uh, this year and then in two years one of your other competitors will bring an updated car but you won't bring another wow. update until the, until four years later so it, it's hard to get a good gauge when no one's really being consistent whereas I there was a time in in uh, GTT or sorry GT2 in American Le Mans series jeez ten years ago mm-hmm. where they, I, I think they got the the BOP pretty damn close because more often than not, every race didn't really matter which manufacturer was battling for the win. There was they were always super close, and qualifying was always within like a quarter of a second of each other. Yep. It was it, it was really co- fun to watch that kind of racing, and I know it's I know it's somewhat I know BOP is like tough to say like who's got the best car because it's it's really dependent on who gets hit more with what uh penalty or power reduction or or increase 
um, depending on how they feel. I, I I'm I'm very much against BOP changing every race. I think they should just set it at one point, and then you get to a part way in the season. Yeah. Or say like the halfway mark, change it, and then like the only other time you would change it is for the last race of the Agree. season. Agree. Um, because it, it's because then at that point, if you're changing it every other race, then you can make the argument that you're manipulating it to have a different manufacturer win the race. So then everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. It kind of takes some of the fun out of it on that end, but it doesn't. It's it's not to say that just because you get the benefit of the BOP guarantees you the win because there is still the whole multi-class uh, style of racing that you have to survive. I mean, Mossport, you put a foot wrong, you, your race is over in a second. Um, but, yeah. So, I, I mean, I think... I, I don't really know how long it would take the GT3 class to kind of figure it out, but I think more so with the GTP and the hypercars, I, I think give it two years. Um, from when all the other manufacturers that say that they're going to enter between Alpine, Sada Fraschini, and um, and Lamborghini, once they're in, and then everyone has you know two years worth of running, more or less. I I think you're going to find it the field to be a lot more a lot closer because you'll have. A lot more data available to accurately um, put together the the BOP. So okay. that's obviously the hope, but you know, everyone, someone's going to make the right call too with it. All right, all right. Uh, so let's wrap up into there. Um, next race uh, is for the GTD cars at uh, Lime Rock, along with the VP Challenge cars, and then also the Michelin Pilot Touring car, TCR cars. That's it. No GS. <laughs> Very uninspiring weekend coming up. There are going to be some LMP3 cars there in the VP Challenge, but again, uh, it's just not not. I mean, they've they brought it's three ser- it's three groups. Yeah, but they brought the VP cars in the cover for the the the, the, the pilot Grand, series, Grand, yeah, Grand Sport gone. cars, yeah. which is like just bring the Grand Sport cars. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean. It's fine if you want to have Michelin Pilot, VP Challenge, and GTD there. That's a weekend mm-hmm. because the v- VP Challenge race is two races. One would be Friday, one would be Saturday. Yeah. The yeah, it's the, the the Michelin Pilot race is going to be. It's like thirteen cars. Yeah, and TCR. Oh, TCR, yeah, it's brutal. So, you know, how, hopefully, hopefully how, long, be, how long is that race? Two. It's two and a quarter. Whatever it was at Detroit, it's two two hours. Just TCR. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. If they had an, like, if, if they had two forty-five minute sprint races, yes. that would be better. Yes, I agree with that. Because sprint TCR cars in a sprint race much better. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be tough. Uh, so that's uh, two weeks Jeez. there, and then the uh, the the whole field will reconvene at um, Road America, and that includes I think okay. Lamborghini and Porsche as well. Possibly Mazda too, I think. I think the, that's so kind of yeah. These think, are the support series. Yeah, the support yeah. series, which again, easily could put the Mazdas at Lime Rock would be yep. a great race. Yep. Don't don't get it. Yep. Um, bring, all right. back, bring back the Lambos. Let's talk the news. Um, well, um, biggest news being Tom Bloomquist. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Tom Bloomquist is going to be substituting for uh, Simone Pagano this weekend, who's still recovering from concussion-like sy- symptoms. 
from the barrel roll at Mid-Ohio. So I think, again, discretion is better part of mm-hmm. the issue here. Um, but that that is something that Tom Blomkus has it's gonna be a tough said he, want, he wants to do. It's going to be a tough race yeah. for Tom. I think if it was at Mid-Ohio, yeah, would be a little bit easier. But um, I, I think you know the street course at Mid-Ohio is going to be a toughie. Form. yeah so hopefully you well, know, hopefully he has a good finish and but they uh stays out of trouble i mean it's not like he's not run a street course no before. so i mean he's but because they did long beach it it, it, it don't get me wrong it's not done it's not one of it i mean yeah, and yeah, Detroit, I, yeah. yeah in the, in the sense of the old Belle isle track right but i'm just saying you know anyways so um you know so we'll see wrong, right? right we'll so see he'll make it to the finish we'll see yeah we'll see. That that would be the goal. Yeah, if if he can finish the race, that's that's yeah. a good start. Yeah. Right. So um, and that's this weekend. Um, so we'll get um. Want to just quickly do who's your pick to click for IndyCar? Just just the winner. I. I no dark horse because it's street track. I don't. Yeah. Okay. All right. So winner. I think Dixon takes it. Okay. Nate. Hello. It's going to be Alex Blow. Okay. If, if he could win, is it four or five in a row? That'd be sick. Yeah. I'm going to go Will Power. Power. All right. Very good picks. Oh, yeah. he, he is ripping. Yeah. Lately, so. You know, Nate, outside of you picking him today, <laughs> Polo is one guy we've, like, kind of omitted. Like, just, like, not talked about. Like, I'm, I'm just like. He, yeah, because well, we're, we're always like, yeah. all right, who's going to win? Yeah, you know, well, and like, then it's easy <laughs> to get sucked into the Pato Award thing, but now I'm kind of like had enough of Pato award yeah so. no i, I yeah, mean but I, look Indy, i'm not listen indycar is not a series where someone wins three races right in a row. that's yeah. the it thing right, 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 right 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 yeah right i would have said coming out of indianapolis i would have picked jay new yeah you right. know and he's he's it, had a hangover is, ever if, since if i had to pick a dark horse it'd be jay new this weekend yeah there you go for sure for sure yeah. but anyways so sean i thought you were gonna pick graham Rehill. I was shocked as everyone else that he started on the front row last week. All right, so let's get to the second, the biggest elephant. Well, after last week's elephant. Oh, that Audi's cutting their GT. Oh customer? yeah, yeah. Or, Audi, Audi no. yeah. Audi's ending its factory okay. GT program and, and canned all the drivers. So, yeah. Jesus. So, so it's already been news has already what broke. What is going on with that company? Toto I, wants his money back. I, I think some of it is with the F1 decision, it, like which still, which ba- uh, which baffles me. Yeah, with what with some of the other stuff uh, that I know, it, it, like they the bread and butter was prototype and GT racing. Yeah, now they want to go play in, in, in Formula One, and it's just like ugh. yeah. Anyways, all right, yeah, that's that kind of sucks for everybody involved in that yeah. program. So the so, so no. You can still run an Audi GT3 car, but no factory support. There's no factory right. support. So you have to continue in next yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. So you have to buy no factory it and drivers. maintain everything. You got to yeah. pay for drivers. Blah yes. blah blah. Yeah. So, anyways, all right, let's get to it. So wait, hang on. I I'm glad we have Christian on now because <laughs> last week, no, we, hang on, really quick, really quick. I know Sean's probably like rolling his eyes. They they've completely <laughs> okay, glazed Christian. over. Christian, Christian, who do you think of the two drivers that are going to be over at Audi when it eventually happens? Um, just just so you know, I picked Carlos. Just, yeah, no, I, I, which was not a 
terrible choice. I I think Carlos is a is a good shout because that gives him an out at Ferrari. Um, be a team leader too. Right. I I because it is Audi. I would imagine that they would want a German driver, but I Nate I don't think it's Vettel. Um, I. What, it's tough. Two, I, two, three I, years Sean out. brought up. Sean brought up a good point, and it's like, okay, Zhou Guan Yu is probably going to be there as their number two because right? China, because yeah, of the Chinese, the Chinese car yeah. market. Mm-hmm. So that makes a lot of sense. But yeah. I think now it's between like I know you guys would think more so Carlos Sainz, which I mean, don't get me wrong, I think it's a great choice. But I mean, if you're in a, I mean, if you're a manufacturer team like this, don't you want someone with a lot of experience. I'm not saying Carlos Sainz doesn't have that. No, but no, you also I, have the backing of a home driver. Yeah, I, the, I don't the, think the, the, pro, the problem with Vettel is you're talking about in two years' time if he doesn't come back either next year or in 25. I think it's it's like why is he why is he back? why is he coming right. back? Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah. I, I mean, how, how long was Schumacher out? Not 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 Mick Mike Michael. How, how long Michael, was his? Michael Mercedes. Yeah. Um, how how long was his? It was, his... It wasn't long. It was like two, maybe three years. I, I'm two is yelling at me more. I think it's I think it's 2011. Okay, so no, then... actually, it's, it's 2010, 11, and 12. I think, and I think I don't think he did 2013 because then I think Lewis signed on or yeah. that or no, 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 in 2014. You're right. You're right. Um. No, no, no. He he was he was done after twelve. So he, so what? Oh eight and oh nine. He was out. No, oh seven. Yeah. No, oh seven. He was out in oh seven. Oh seven. Oh eight. Won the title. Yeah. No, he was out three years. All right. So maybe maybe Vettel can come back. Uh, I I don't it's I don't possible. It's I, possible. I don't see it. Only I, I wouldn't say it's impossible. I just don't see it. I, I he's a different cat. He yeah he is. It, because because he, he's yeah yeah he's just more to himself. So, I mean, I, at this point, nothing against Hulkenberg, but I just don't see no, it. It's not happening. No. So, no, 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 no. I, I mean, really the, the only that. other German you got is Mick. Um, I which I think he's staying at Mercedes. Well, for. I, no, actually, actually, yeah, the the him staying at Mercedes because he's not switching German branding. Yeah. All right. Let's um. All right, DeVries is anyway. out. DeVries is out. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Nick, oh. Nick. Oh. No. I didn't see this coming, huh? No. But it's and I think, no, I, I, I think there's. You, you I think, did it. I. Huh? I'm sorry, Nate. What? You, sorry. You didn't. You didn't see this. Oh coming? no! 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 I, I when I saw this coming was when Helmut Marco backtracked on his backing of DeVries and said Yeah. Said that Horner said no. Horner didn't you know, not Why? to say yeah. Horner doesn't get the last call. Marco asked his opinion and Horner said no. Yeah. And I think maybe Horner was right. I don't know. Yeah. I mean it, it seems to be proving it out. Um I was kinda disappointed that Nick didn't adapt to the car quicker. Um, I expected more out of him. Let's put it that way. Uh, I would say same, but it's also 
Red Bull, this isn't uncharacteristic of Red Bull. They, they do make these kind of cutthroat decisions. Oh, yeah. Well, look, Yuki doesn't have a contract for next year. I, I was going to say, I'm like, if, if, Nick's on, if Nick's at this point on his way out the door, I'm, I'm really surprised that Yuki hasn't been shown the door. But the only reason I get it, it he's there, Honda. is because of Honda. Yeah. Um, I, they can cut. Initi- they, they initially, can, when they... They can, they can whack him. Initially, when they first now brought on Sonoda, I, the only reason right. he was there was, was, was because Honda. of Honda. Yeah. And he really needs to prove me wrong why he deserves to be there because yeah. looking it, at his looking at his F2 career there's other drivers I would have mm-hmm. selected over him exactly and and Nick exactly. DeVries is definitely one of them Nick DeVries is definitely one of them I'm I, just disappointed that he didn't do what he did I and it, you know what now some people were right maybe Nick's downfall was that breakout performance at Monza last year with Williams, it, c- it could very well have been because that was the one that sealed the deal to sign it, Mar- Marco to go grab him. Okay, now helmet making a rational decision, no. And honestly, I think it's time for the old man to step aside. I hate to say it, yeah. You know, I, I mean, because well, Sean, look at this guy, formerly champion f2 champion no no I, I i get it I get, I get it but it's, but that it's good on paper right it's but good on paper. it doesn't put the results in right in the well, right. now now so marco's like he's out there trying he's like zach brown he's like no oh, well maybe i'll go after polo maybe i'll go after lando i mean now the rumors with lando floating around that's been going on all season yeah okay that there there is a potential out in this contract and i think zach's trying to close the out but i don't know but it's going to cost them money to do it. There, we're coming up on twenty four, and the the silly season discussion for then really depends on hey what like, happens sooner. I mean, like any contract he, can be terminated. Lando soon, has to. So. Well, yeah, but typically they, typically they have yeah you can get canned, but then they can hold you to the contract and you don't Correct. get a ride. Yeah, so. Lando has been floating around like it's been whispered like if Lewis doesn't re-sign that Lando could go there. Right. Okay. Um, so if he has an out for that, that must mean he has an out for Red Bull, McLaren, uh, excuse me, his contract must have an out for Red Bull, Ferrari, or Mercedes. Mm-hmm. That's typically what it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, Max probably has one for Ferrari. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, sure. Everybody does. Yeah. Okay. It wouldn't shock me. So let's let's say Sainz leaves after this year, or Leclerc leaves. Oh, now Leclerc's like rumored to go to Mercedes. So what would it wouldn't surprise me? Look, if Lewis ended up at Ferrari, that wouldn't shock that shock me at all. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's not going to shock me is part of the reason they did this was to tell Perez to wake up. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, if he does not respond, he's he's out at the end of the season. They're not gonna cut they're not he's not out because there's no way like Alpha Tauri going to Red Bull's not worrying about Alpha you know, the re- reaction they're gonna get at, at Zanvoort that DeVries is gone because mm-hmm. they got favorite son number one Max there. Okay. Going to Mexico, that'd be ugly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't see that happening. And I I just but Sergio's got to, he's got to, he's got to do it, or he's gone. Yeah, no, he he's definitely got to step up. I mean, the, um, 
And and I mean he, he's got to do it this season. He's gone. Uh, he's gone because earlier not, in this in this uh, season when I was listening to the box and neutrals, they were pulling up stats about um, Vettel and Weber. Yeah, and Perez has been there long enough, or as long as yeah. Weber was at Red Bull. So it's it's a fair first and second driver comparison yeah. between the two. Um, but but yeah, Perez has now had more races at Red Bull than Mark Weber has. Mm-hmm. And so if that doesn't if that's not an indication of it's it, it can be time, it, I don't know. Yeah. Now I, I think he's already blown it. I, I think at the last straw that broke on the camel's back was his performance at Red Bull Ring. Their backyard. Yeah. I think Nate it's been the last five races, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I mean Well it's 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 been consistently bad. He, he can he can the only way he this pro- is five or six races. The, the only way he proves himself is if he makes the championship interesting by the end of the year. Right, but you, Verstappen is also at the point where he is now, he can now mathematically finish second the rest of the races out and still win the championship. Yeah. So even if even if Red Bull finishes one two, Perez wins from here on out, which is a long stretch in itself. Max can still win the title. So you, you, you're now telling Perez you have to be perfect in order to keep your seat because if he's not, then the then the gap just looks stupid. Um, well, I hundred percent agree with them. And and the the only the only say the only argument that they've had right now is is saying well we're not worried about Perez because of where he stands in the standings. That's fine. You can you can make that claim all you want, but now. You're into the territory of what Hamilton at Botas was, right? Um, and Botas, his last year or two at Mercedes, everyone was like, "Oh, like get George, get George, get George." I'm like, "Well, that's fine," but then Mercedes is also sitting there like, "Do they really want a repeat of Ham- uh, Hamilton and Rosberg?" Right? Because any t- any time you have a team that has two superstars, you're going to get egos. Um, put together yep. so oh and it, it doesn't usually mix well right so that's i i am very skeptical of lando going to red bull only because of having lando and max in the same team uh-huh. I, they, they are f- friends off the track but i think when you're within the same team and you're fighting for a championship yeah. it, it it makes it different yeah. and it and it makes it even it, it makes it even harder yeah, honestly. when when it's a championship winning car. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I that's Max and Lando would be a great pairing. How it plays out, I don't know. Yeah. And but also, not to say that Max doesn't care because he obviously can just turn it up a notch whenever he mm-hmm. wants to. But he. He has stated before, like he's he's made it to F one. He's won the championship, but how many more does he w- want to win? Like, d- does does winning, does breaking the record and going for eight like really look appealing, or does he want to go off and do other stuff? Like, there there is other things in the racing world to do that he might want to go accomplish. Yeah, because y- you don't necessarily have to be the most winning driver in a series to say that you're the best one in the world. Right. So, I mean, there's, so, there's plenty of other disciplines to go to. I got, there's one drawback to this whole Danny Rick replacing DeVries thing. If over the next whatever races, yeah, Ricardo doesn't improve, 
right. Alpha Tauri. Honestly, both of them could be gone. Well, so <sighs> yeah. The the other interesting point is Alpha Tauri is going. They've already announced they're going to be renaming the team. I, I know. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not focusing on that. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just focusing yeah. on the drivers right now. If Danny Rick doesn't improve, oh yeah. No, I'm not. I, I can't even. I'm not worrying about that ancillary stuff. I'm just talking the car performance the rest of the season. He's being yeah. brought in to get them back into the points, back into the midfield points. Okay. That's what he's being brought in for. They they thought DeVries was going to be able to do it. He didn't. They thought Yuki was going to do. If 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 Ricardo is doing exactly what DeVries did, mm-hmm. okay, then Danny's Rick talent's no good. Mm-hmm. Yuki's not doing anything. So there's going to be an overhaul at at AlphaTauri of all the yeah. drivers. Yeah. Okay. And I and what I don't want to hear is the Danny Rick fans going hitting it a fair shot. If he can't get in the car provide the feedback necessary to make this car better then and not get them in points i'm not yeah. you know lifting them out of this then they're, they're they're both dead in the water yeah i mean i'm the the, the team needs to bring up updates though to the car i so, I, I, so however the i agree but maybe they're the bringing car, what if it, they're bringing the updates and these two guys can't 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 give them the feedback no, no that's that's fine that's fine, but I I don't know what AlphaTauri has in store. I, for I understand case, that, but so. if if the team's bringing the bringing the parts, and if you can't provide the feedback, you're you're not going to go anywhere. Right. It's not. It, it's like but you if said. The, if it's the like, upgrades it's, aren't enough, then it, I understand then that. No but way. it's like what you said earlier, where there's there's a difference. Max and Carlos in a race are much better. Mm. Colin strategy. Everyone else seems to be out of the ballpark on what's going on. Okay. The same thing happens when you're doing the car. It's not yes. like you know you can't just jump in because the engineer said it's good to go. You got to like Max gives feedback constantly, right? I don't. I never hear from these other guys. All no. I hear is, "Oh, tires went." Well, but Max is very specific about what's going on. Well, and, and even his even Max's comments of like the, even the the smallest thing that he yeah. always complains about, like yeah. it it can always be the tiniest thing that they talk. But that's about. what you want, correct? And and it and it's always relative. It doesn't mean that that oh, it's fatal. It means like it's not what it was a lap ago, right? But, you know, I don't know, you know, I'm just saying maybe there's just a huge clear-cut difference between Verstappen and everybody else. Because actually the, the, ones, the one story that I, that I like about Michael Schumacher was that uh, he reported, like, yeah. a characteristic in the car. It was like, oh, it, yeah. was, it was terrible through, he the, would do through it all, the slow stuff. Do it all and the they, time. And they couldn't. There was nothing visible until they brought it back to the factory, right. stripped the stripped there, the whole very few the drivers, whole chassis down, and found a small crack. There, in the, there's in very the few drivers that can drive through a car's faults. The only driver I can see, and I'm dating myself with this, is Gilles Villeneuve. Okay, the guy did not care. Oh no, you know who Montoya is? The only other one. Montoya could care less. He'll you put a piece of junk in front of him, he'll drive it. Okay, and he'll make it. Not even Fred. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I just haven't heard enough from Fred Radio. You know, we hear all the funny stuff that he says, but we never hear the instant stuff, you know, the or interesting the, stuff. Yeah, all the technical stuff. But I, you know, he, he, but the difference is, you know, I don't know. But I'm just saying, he, Danny Rick's got to – he better hit the ground running. Yeah. Okay? I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but – well, he has Monza coming up. So. No, it doesn't no, no, matter. No, 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 it doesn't no, matter. No, He's no, hit, they got to hit the ground but, running at Hungary. Yeah. Yeah, can, I know. You know, I know. I'm finishing just, I'm finishing you. behind the Haas and the Alfa well, Romeo is not going to cut it. It's not going to do it. No, it's not going to do it. First, step. and I'll tell you, Daniel Ricciardo has won 
at Hungary. I, he knows his track yeah, very but well, Nate, and I think winning, he can winning in a, a great result. The only car he won in a surprise was the McLaren. Yeah. Okay. If he wins in an Alpha Tauri, then God love him. Right. But he, he just because he won there doesn't mean he's going to do that. Like when they go to Monza, that doesn't mean he's going to do well. Right. It was him I in the car. That. That him in the car hit the sweet the, spot. The first, the first step he needs to do, he's got to get points. Is, is is beat Yuki. Beat Yuki and he, get points. He has, he has to establish. Uh, he yes, has to he establish has to number Yuki. number one driver in in the team by a mile. Yes, that's that's step number one. Step mm. number two is then beating the teams that are at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just saying that this like it all. You know, it sounds all hunky dory. You know, because there's the Ricardo love factor out there. I love Danny Rick too. <sighs> yeah, but yeah. you know, he's got to step in and do it. Yeah. All right, because him and Yuki. I mean, if. Could, Look, Red Bull could have one veteran driver standing at the end of the day between these two teams, and that's going to be Max. Yeah. At the end of the season, all three of these guys could be gone. Yeah, I mean, oh, if yeah. if Red well, Bull's and, and then what? Bring Liam Lawson, right? You know, like if you bring in Liam Lawson, uh, do you have him at AlphaTauri or Red Bull? Like, where do you? I don't know that? because you got to see well, who you, who you can the, get at, elsewhere. Right. The discussion of bringing Liam in also depends on what they're doing with AlphaTauri. Yeah. Because, I, I, I don't know if, oh, if the if the team sure. if the team name but, is changing next year. Does that mean that they've been bought out? To where they ready global autosport? You never know. Well, uh, no. well, well, well. Hang on, hang on. So I think what you I think what if Red Bull continues their trend, I think what they have going on is maybe Daniel Ricciardo's never going to go to Red Bull. Maybe he's the next John Eric Verne or Pierre Gasly at AlphaTauri. Yeah, but you can't have somebody sitting there like that. That's just taking up space. But that's what they do, Sean. They I, fire I, people I, halfway through the season, but and then they keep I, people stagnant I, I at AlphaTauri. Well, that's the problem. You can also say that's what Fernando's doing. That's what yeah, Lewis is doing. Like, it's if, just, if, if you're going to play I, the age like, game like, I, like, like that. Like I said, like the team, he's got to hit the ground running. He's, if he's going to prove himself, he's got to hit the ground running and outperform. That's what he has to do. Otherwise, it's a For failure. Sure. Okay? He's not. Then he's definitely where he was with McLaren. He's, he's washed up. Yeah. I mean, I would. <laughs> I've always, I've always, I mean, hey. I I, I, I I make Daniel Ricardo jokes here and there, like how he should have maybe gone to Haas. But, you well, know, he does just, bring I'm a just, great personality just, to the grid. Right. No, no. I'm just saying this is my opinion on it. But the reality of the situation is, um, you know, Red Bull's subsidizing both teams. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's – it, it, I think it's – I think – I don't know. I just think they're gonna. There's gonna be some big changes. I mean, this is the first one, and this is definitely a shot across Perez's bow to tell him to wake up. Yeah. Because I, I think he's sitting there thinking that he, he's just because he's got a contract for another year, he's safe. I mean, bet- between well, uh, between. No, I don't think he's safe. No, I'm saying he thinks he's safe. Oh. I don't see any urgency in his driving. Yeah. Maybe. maybe he's trying too hard. And this is where the results are coming from. No, I and don't look, think. I think the first. I think the first wake-up call is this Daniel Ricardo stuff. Actually, well, that's happened. that's what I'm saying. That's what, that, saying. That's what, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. That no, this, I, know. This, I, know. I know. Because if he doesn't respond at the Hungaro ring, mm. if we have another yeah. Q3, even Q2 and out, yeah, he, he's 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 gone. He's not going to yeah. go before Mexico. He's he's going to be in the team at least. He'll, he'll finish the season. He's going to finish the season. 
Okay, they're not gonna. They're just they're, gonna they're let not, it go. There's no. There's no other driver that they're gonna replace. Right. Him they're with. not because they want to get. He can get them points, but he's not yeah. gonna get them the point haul they want. Yeah. So the, yeah. The only. I mean, he. But he better respond to this because if he doesn't, the on, The only other thing Red Bull can even think about doing is swapping Perez and Ricardo. But they're not gonna you do that. Ricardo would have to absolutely show that he can perform. Show that he car. can do it. Yeah. So okay. that's that's the only way yeah. that that would happen. No, hundred percent agree. I I don't. If it's just if this is just to send a message to Perez, f- fine, I guess. But the, this move ultimately doesn't do. I don't think really does anything depending on what their future plans are for AlphaTauri, because the I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's good. I mean, well, it's not good PR for Marco uh, in the, in this situation because it's like you're you're canning a driver after you, yeah. you gave him a chance, and you're not even giving him I, a full my, season. A full season. <laughs> you're not even giving him a full season. And this is this is the part of the calendar, of the European tour, that the European leg that I thought, if if anywhere of the excuse of well, he needs time to adapt to the car, he doesn't know the tracks or the car. Like this is the time of like you know the tracks. The no. car should be figured out by now, and you you should be you up know, to par. And again, and it's we're not, not like we're he's not, far the thing, off. The other of thing Yuki is either. we're not privy to the conversations that Marco had with Horner. No, no, no. and Horner might see some. Yeah, Horner might be saying stuff that he's not good at this, he's not good at that, he's not good at this. Mm-hmm. So, but I like I said, this is you know clearly a shot across Perez's bow to wake up. It's a cheap it's it's a cheap way to do it. Okay. It is. Mm. Um, it sucks for DeVries, but at the same point for Ricardo, he's got to step up and step in. So uh, it's like, just don't step in. And, you know, finishing ahead of Yuki, fine. But finishing ahead of Yuki, but finishing ahead of the other teams and getting points is what they want. Yeah. So to so the Danny Rick fans, the love fest out there, you better start looking for that. Because if that doesn't happen... It's gonna. It's yeah. sayonara at the end of the season. Because, honest, after this last weekend, if Piastri hasn't shown his talents, I I think he made a pretty good case for it. Yeah. This past weekend, I mean, he, yeah. he only got caught oh out. God, yeah. Caught right. out by the by a by the safety, safety car. car. Yeah. Um, so and it wasn't but, like he was far off of Lando either. You know. So I, I don't know. So it's it's gonna be interesting. Uh, she'll be. I you know it sucks, but it's the way it goes, and it's a yeah. business. So. All right. Uh, this weekend we got uh, well two two things real quick. Uh, the the team here will be heading to Stafford Motor Speedway Thursday oh, night. The Redness two podcast, days podcast team. That's the team here. That's yes. what I said. The Redness. Yeah. It's implied. Yes. Us. <laughs> Us. Question. Us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just clarifying. There will be no. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> no podcast from the parking lot. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> but uh, we're there for the SRX season opener. Looking forward to that. So we'll have a full debrief on that. Uh, my pick to click is Paul Tracy. Oh, I mean, I was going to pick, uh, well, of course, from the obvious, Brad Kozlowski. But I really want to see Kevin Harvick take the okay. win. I think this is a, he's a short track ace. It should be Kevin Harvick. I would like to see Smoke win. Ah. I like that. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. I will say this. Congrats to Smoke for uh, appearing at Thursday Night Thunder with the SRX guys and not appearing at Eldora for the million-dollar <laughs> sprint car race that's going on the same night. Yeah. Although, who knows? Smoke could be 
flying out of there soon after. I don't know. Anyways. Because... It's the million dollar race this weekend at Eldora. This yeah. week Thursday at Eldora. But you said he was at Thunder Road. No, he's going to be no. He's no, going to be, be at Stafford. Stafford. It's this Thursday night. No, 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 no I know. But it, sorry, I sorry. Oh, I've, I've been. What are you thinking? I've been alluding. I'm alluding to the fact that um, today there was some flooding with. Uh, oh, I'm Vermont. not. So yeah, I, I know so, in Vermont. So well, you know. So Thunder Road is. It's, could be could be in could be out we don't could know could be could be not but right yeah. i mean there's there are other tracks in new england that they could go to yes but i don't know people we'll see tickets. i know so um um so who knows but uh looking forward to that uh we also this weekend knock on wood hopefully not rain interrupted will be cart mania with nhka mm-hmm. uh practice on saturday practice qualifying on saturday and then our uh, race on Sunday in World Formula half hour and race in Tag Senior half hour. So we'll see how those goes. And it's on the big course. Yeah. So hopefully it won't rain, but we'll see. Because when it rains, Sweet. we don't know. <laughs> Anyways. So that's it. Yep. All right. Um, so we look forward to talking to everybody. Uh, we got IndyCar at Toronto, NASCAR at New Hampshire. That's about it. That's that's it this weekend. SRX at Stafford. Yep. So, all right. So we'll talk to everyone next week. Good night. Thank you guys for listening to the Redness Podcast, hosted by Christian Abbott, Sean Abbott, and Nathan Lavin. It's produced by Christian Abbott, and music is by Alex Wart and Harrison Taylor.